If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. The day science begins to study non-physical phenomena, it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence. Nikola Tesla. Welcome to The Frequency Shifter Show. I'm your host, Corinne Summers, founder of Artisan Pharmacy. In this show, we explore ways to raise the frequency of ourselves, one another, and our planet. We're digging deep into all things metaphysical, from what is frequency, to the power of sound, the Schumann resonance, our DNA, Reiki, the energy of water, and beyond. All to shift our minds and bodies back into alignment with richer states of connection, elevated awareness, and maximum human potential. And we're bringing on the global experts and thought leaders to share their wisdom as they let us pick their brains around all these juicy, mysterious topics. First of all, I don't know who Ricky is and metaphysical, Schumann's Renaissance. What are you? I don't even know. What are you talking about? Wait a minute. I need us to take a step back and calm down. What are we even talking about here? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention, I have a co-host. The universe insisted. What can I say? This is Alex Terranova, founder of Dream Mason. He's sort of a newbie to some of this frequency stuff, and he's going to help keep everything balanced, grounded, and relatable. So this show isn't just for the experts to nerd out on all things metaphysical, but it's an open welcome space for everyone to explore the mysteries of the universe and raise our frequencies together. Welcome back to The Frequency Shifter Show. My name is Corinne Summers, founder of Artisan Pharmacy, here with my amazing co-host, Alex Terranova, founder of Dream Mason. Hey, Alex, how's it going today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Breathing deep, taking it all in. (laughs) I love that you're actually in cold weather and I'm like upset that it's a little cold and rainy here in San Diego. I'm like, it's not supposed to be like this and it's probably snow on the ground where you are. Oh, yeah. What temperature is it there? What do you think is cold? It's like 50 degrees. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) I'm about to be in the Chicago tundra. It's like negative four tomorrow. So, Well, I know we're going to talk about breathing, and I don't know a lot about breathing except for the fact that I do it every day, and I think I'm pretty good at it. what do we, what do, what do, tell me, I don't know. I want to like know what's your breathing practice and what am I missing? Well, I guess for myself, I, you know, of course, yeah, we're all, we're all always breathing, but I really started to get into breathing exercises when I realized it had helped me so much with my anxiety. I used to feel stressed or when I was giving presentations, um, I found that even something as simple as taking a really deep breath by like blowing out my belly, like a big balloon and a really slow exhale in and out the nose, um, could shift my mood and shift my energy in a second and, you know, kind of uh, get rid of that anxiety and, and boost me back up. So then I started to go even deeper and deeper and deeper, trying all different types of, it's called pranayama in yoga practices um, and trying all different types of deeper levels of um, breath work that's used for healing and to truly shift our, our vibration and um, yeah, help us heal, help us feel better, help us um, you know energize our, our minds and bodies in, in deeper ways. But today we have an expert with us who's going to dive even deeper into those practices and even take us through one towards the end of the show. Um, So without anything further, I'd just like to go ahead and introduce our special guest today, Michael Stone. He is the founder of Neurodynamic Breathwork. 
He's a speaker and presenter and also a holotropic breathwork facilitator. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Thanks for being here with us. Do you want to tell us just a little bit about the different types of breath work that you both have experienced and learned from and now use as you're working with your clients and students? Sure. Uh, when I was growing up, I had no idea that actually the breath could be as powerful as it is in terms of learning about yourself, in terms of creating and changing emotional states and personal growth and development. And it was only about 15 years ago when I got into holotropic breathwork, which is a modality that was developed by Dr. Stan Groff. And he had originally done work with LSD psychotherapy for many years back in the uh, 60s, when it was legal to see if it had a beneficial effect for his uh, patients and clients. And when it was banned, he then went off and tried to create another way of creating these, what he called non-ordinary states of consciousness that he, he had found were very, very healing for the people that he worked with. And so he did research with what traditional societies had used to access these states, modern consciousness theory. And ultimately he came up with a modality that he called holotropic breathwork. And he practiced with people, figured out how exactly to do it and how to best allow people to drop into these healing states in a one day workshop structure. And that was what I originally learned. And it's a, a pretty much a 10 hour day. You do three hour breathing sessions and you use a certain technique to breathe and then kind of let your body take over afterwards and find its own way and do mandala drawing and sharing groups and integration. And that is a 10 hour day. And that was my first experience with what I call breath work, which is where you actually are consciously using the breath to produce a specific result. And after about 10 years of that, <clears throat> I was seeing the amazing, amazing results that people were having through doing these breath work exercises. But my um, uh, frustration was that I could only access a limited number of people. You know, these are big workshops, people are laying out on mats, you have to have big venues. So I could do 30, 40 people at a time. And what I saw was that the only way to really accomplish my goal was to make, which was making a difference in the world through people changing their consciousness or their frequency, however you want to see it, through breath work was to do it online. And so that kind of put me out on a quest to figure out how can this work online uh, how to best allow people to have these healing experiences in a much shorter structure, about two hours. And so over the next year, I developed what I call neurodynamic breathwork online, which I now, it's, it's my own modality, which I have now uh, presented to over uh, 30,000 people from 120 different countries. And it's been an amazing experience. And just, I'm seeing these incredible results that people are having through doing this breathwork online you know, basically from their own house, from their own bed in, in a very convenient and very inexpensive uh, fashion. That's amazing. Like, that's uh, like 30,000 people all like, I don't remember the exact number of countries you said, but over a hundred. What's the, 
for somebody like me or people that are hearing this that go, Hey, I know that if I breathe and I get intentional, I can calm down. Like I recognize that, but what are some of the big shifts that you're seeing with people? What are these like life changing experiences that whether you've experienced them or people that have worked with you have gotten? Right. When you do breath work, which is where you're in essence, breathing more deeply and a little bit more uh, fast than you normally do. It creates several different changes, certain physiological changes in your body. You also, from a psychological perspective, give yourself permission to release and to access what's inside. And what happens is your ego mind, the the chit-chat mind that's constantly around all the time, quiets down. And you get to access this amazing, I call it inner guiding intelligence. You can call it body wisdom. It's part of the same mechanism that allows your body to heal when you have a cut. Your conscious mind doesn't do anything. Your body just knows. And in the same way as your body knows how to heal itself, your psyche does too, if you can just access this amazing source of inner guiding intelligence, inner wisdom. So in breath work, ego mind quiets down and you access this inner resource that you have. And when you do that, you get the experience that you are ready to have and that is most beneficial for you in that moment. So you don't set an agenda, you let go of your expectations and just allow whatever wants to happen to happen. And people get results of getting insights to issues in their lives. They get um, feel more connected to the world and to the just the universe. They, they feel they're part of things. They don't feel as separate. Uh, they many times have breakthroughs in their relationships when they see them from a different perspective. Um, sometimes they have body releases where they work with body pains or things that are going on in their body and where it feels better afterwards. Or many times when you suppress an emotion into your body, which all of us do, there is also the, these bioenergetic blocks that also get stuck in our body. And in breath work, one of the things that can happen is you actually release those blockages and you feel more vibrant in your everyday life and just feel more healthy and alive on an everyday basis and experience life in a much more profound way. Well, that all sounds incredible. Where do we sign up for all of those benefits? Immediately. Um, you're, I mean, you're clearly a, such an incredible uh, guide as well to be able to deliver these, you know, the, the, the practice that can create these types of experiences. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about what, or explain maybe a little bit about what is happening under the surface as we go through these more intense cycles or techniques in breathing, what's happening under the surface that creates those shifts in our brain and, you know, in our bodies that allow this kind of healing and transformation to occur. Hmm. So there's, there's three things that put together are what create the neurodynamic breathwork experience. The first is physiology. When you do faster, deeper breathing, there's changes in your blood chemistry. Your blood gets more alkaline and that creates changes in your internal chemistry in your brain where certain parts of your brain get more activity and other parts get less. And one of the parts that gets less activity is what, we call the default mode network. And that's the part of your brain that's responsible for the mental constructs of self and ego. And that's what partially supports the quieting of the ego mind, this little chit chat mind. 
So, so that's one part of it. The second part is your psyche listens to you. And your voice, whether it's loud or just like your self-talk, is the most important thing you can do in changing what's going on inside your brain and what's going to happen in your life. And we're normally always suppressing and always telling our psyche it's not safe to release. It's not safe to show our anger. People won't like us. It's all about looking good. And when you, at the beginning of the breathwork session, we always go through a process where people give themselves permission to release and access. And that's incredibly powerful where people may even start to have their experience before the breath even starts, just from giving themselves permission. And the third piece is the music. It's, it's in essence a sound therapy that supports people diving deeper into their process, a very specific trajectory you know, of breathwork music. And all of those experiences that you know I talked to you about before are possible. And again, you will get the experience that you're capable of handling and is most important for you to have in that moment. And just an example of a couple of things that happened in my own life. I'd always for my entire life, I was very successful in business and horribly unsuccessful in personal relationships. They always ended badly and in a very dramatic fashion. And I couldn't ever figure out why. And I figured I'm smart. I can figure this out. So I always figured in my head, I'm just not meeting the right person. If I only met the right woman, it would all be okay. And I didn't understand at that point, which was obvious, but I was too dense to get it, that the common factor in all the relationships was not them, it was me. So it was clearly my issue, not their issue. And through breath work, I actually saw one of my unconscious conditionings. And that's one of the benefits that you can get in breath work, where you dive back into your past and see where your belief systems came from and bring your unconscious conditionings to awareness. So then you can work with them and release them, move forward in your life. And in this case, I saw that I had an unconscious conditioning based on things that my parents had told me when I was a child of the world is an unsafe place. And just a really brief thing, like both of my parents are Nazi, Germany, Jewish escapees. Many of my um, relatives were uh, killed in concentration camps. They escaped. But my mother had been entrenched in that society for hundreds of years. Her father was a World War I hero. Um, and all of a sudden, they had to run for their lives. So when I heard these stories when I was a child, I made this decision, the world's an unsafe place. If you can't trust your country, you can't trust your friends, you can't trust anybody. So, of course, if you're in a relationship and, th and the other person wants to get deeper with you and get closer and you're feeling like the world's an unsafe place, it's never going to work because I only let myself go so far. And that was it. And then I stopped. And the women were getting frustrated because they wanted to go deeper and I wouldn't go. So once I saw that, everything changed. It, it, and it's not like a magic pill where it happens overnight, but I was able to start working on opening myself up more and really seeing, I'm not going to let a decision that my five-year-old self made run my life and destroy my possibility of having a good relationship. And so it took a while, but now I'm in a relationship that's lasted almost a decade. It's amazing. It's awesome. And it all came from my these insights that I got in breath work. I, I love how you, what you just shared about your own personal experience and just how there's so many ways to have these kinds of breakthroughs occur. Like there's this, it's not just this way, but like this was the way for you. And it's been so powerful that now you're sharing these experiences and helping other people. Yeah. I'm curious for the people that would say, or that would don't understand, like, and I kind of think this a little bit too, like how is this different from meditation? Um, 
some people call it uh, industrial strength meditation. <laughs> and well, I want to add, I want to, can you tie into, I noticed when you said before, I, I've been really into this, the way I, I love like neuroscience and the, the way the brain works and how like the default mode network. It's so interesting. That's something I talk a lot about in meditation, because that's also what we're kind of rewiring certain meditation practices or rewiring that those subconscious patterns. So if you could tie that in, that would be fantastic. Yeah, the, you you get to somewhat of the same place at the end in meditation in terms of this quieting of the default mode network. Uh, to me, the, the difference is I was never very good at meditation. And I have an incredibly active mind. And it was very difficult for me to stay focused, to stay focused on my breath. And my mind would wander and I'd bring it back. And I was never very successful at just kind of breaking through that. And being able just to stay focused and stay focused and be present and be present. My mind was constantly wandering. Um, and in, in terms of the science, there's two networks that you have in your brain. One is called the default mode network. One is the what we call the task positive network, TPN. And so in breath work, through these changes in physiology and what's happening in the brain, you directly quiet the default mode network. In meditation, and also, if if one is active, generally the other is not active. So they're kind of not normally both um, running together. So in meditation, where you focus on something intensely, in many cases, the breath, what you're doing is activating this task positive network. And it's the same thing that you do if you're just really enveloped in a film or something like that, where the world just disappears. And that's the only thing that's present for you. And so when you activate this TPN, then automatically the default mode network also quiets down because they, they're both not, not fully active at the same time. So in meditation, you can get to, in many cases, to the same place, but it takes a tremendous amount of practice. At least it did for me. I mean, I tried it for a year, year and a half, and I was still struggling in breath work. You can have an experience first time out of the box in terms of, you know, diving into this uh, um, internal world where you really do have all the answers within already. But it's, it's awesome also to do a combination where you do breath work and sometimes people also have a meditation practice. It's not like you can't combine things or you can't do things. If you're doing meditation and it's very effective for you, adding breath work on the side can bring both practices to a whole new level. Yeah, I agree with that point though. I think you're completely right. The breath work is something, it's so powerful when you do um you know, the kind of practices that, you, that you're talking about and that you lead, um, it kind of jolt, it's a jolt. It's a, it's a, you know, it wakes you up from something and then the meditation can be more effective. I think if you are using them in tandem, or if you're, if you do some of that more intense practice, um, to get yourself started, um, and then the rest will be, will be easier. And one thing that I found is in breath work, many times people get really incredible body releases of these blockages that's in their body where they feel tensions and releases and their energy moving around. I, and I never got that in meditation. And it's, it's a more of a quiet inner experience. This can be, people can get very active during breath work where they're moving, where their body's releasing, where they're making sounds, where, they, where they're releasing stress and tension. So I think it, there's a wider range of experiences possible in breath work on the pathway to release healing and personal growth. Is this 
I know we talked about this before. Is this like a good moment to for you to like share with us a little? Like, us, I know you had offered to share a sample, like kind of take us through a breathwork exercise. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, what I'm going to do is this will be a very very short exercise, about five six minutes. You know, in my normal sessions. And by the way, everybody on the podcast is invited to do a session for free if they'd like to, a neurodynamic session. They just have to go to the website, breathworkonline.com and do a free session and check it out for themselves. Um, So what we're going to do today is do a five, six minute session. And it's really the purpose of which is really just seeing if your mind quiets down a bit and you get more relaxed to just give a, a very, very small taste of what could happen in a longer one hour session. What do, if, for people that are listening to this and are going, Ooh, I want to do this with them. What do they, you know, we can all see each other on a screen. Um, they, they might not, they might just be listening. Um, what do they need to do? They need to sit somewhere. Or do they need to like, how do they prep so they can do this yeah. five or six minutes with us? Uh, you can either sit or lay down. And what you want to do is set it up. We're going to be playing music. And so you want to be set up so you get the music quality in whatever the best way is possible, either an over-the-ear headset or earbuds, external computer speakers or whatever. Um, it's going to be a closed-eye experience, and you can either just close your eyes or if you want to, you can put an eye mask on either way. And you just want to be dressed comfortably and make sure that you're uh, not interrupted for the next five or six minutes. Turn your phones off. And uh, again, either sitting up or laying down. Sitting in a chair is totally fine. Cool. And so should we start? You're going to lead us through? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to put our mics on mute. So there's no, like my dogs don't bark or anything. Um, and we'll just follow your lead. I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> Hang on here. I'm excited. I keep closing my eyes preemptively. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So if everyone can just relax a bit and either Close your eyes, put your eye mask on. Again, make sure you won't be disturbed. Either sitting up or laying down is fine. Just take a deep breath. And just for a moment, we're going to do a body scan and where you will relax your body as much as possible in the moment. So bringing your attention to your feet, relaxing the feet, wiggling your toes around a little bit, and bringing your attention to the calves, relaxing the calves. And then bringing your attention to your upper legs, torso, and then belly area, leaving that whole area open, loose, and relaxed. And now bringing your attention to your chest, to your heart area, and noticing, is your heart open, is it closed, and opening it up as much as possible to whatever experience you're going to have in the next few minutes. Letting go of any expectations, opening, surrendering, and allowing.
and then bringing your attention to your face, relaxing your jaw muscles, your forehead, and then to your shoulders, just maybe moving them around and relaxing them. And then also relaxing your upper arms, lower arms and hands, maybe even shaking them out for a few seconds. And now bringing your attention to the breath. And for this exercise, we're going to be breathing in and out through the mouth and starting to deepen the breath. Taking full deep breaths. So when you're breathing in, your belly moves out a bit. When you're breathing out, it moves back in. But keeping your body relaxed, not moving your shoulders, not tensing anywhere, just doing all the work with your lungs, taking full deep breaths. And keeping it at a normal pace, but breathing fully and deeply. And now breathing in a way where there are no gaps, where you're always breathing in or breathing out, creating a wonderful circle of breath. And now for the first minute or so on the out breath, letting your body make whatever sound wants to come out. And doing that for the first minute. And then after that, if your body wants to continue making a sound, awesome. If it wants to stop, that's okay too. And if your body wants to move just a little bit, that's fine also. Just staying with the breath, staying with the breath. And in a moment, the music will begin and allowing the music to penetrate your being, having your whole focus being on the breath and the music.
Now slowly bringing your breath back to a normal rhythm. Just keeping your eyes closed for another few moments. Putting your hands on your heart. Being present with yourself. Putting your feet flat on the ground. Connecting with the healing energy of the earth, which supports us all. Being with yourself in a very tender, open and loving way. Sending yourself love, sending yourself support. Okay, so just opening your eyes now and just noticing, did your mind quiet down a little bit? Did you perhaps feel just a bit more in your body, less in your head? Do you feel any different now than you did five minutes ago? And if so, how? And this is a space you can always connect to taking a few deep breaths, being present in your body, seeing what wants to happen, maybe putting on some gentle music, being with yourself. Okay. How'd that go for you guys? <laughs> Um, can we go first? Yeah, sure. And you want, um, well, that was definitely new and different for me. Um, the first things was, or that I was really got really present to was how hard it was to like breathe, right? Like I exercise, I do things, but like, it was actually like an exercise for my body. Um, and so while it held me being present, it was actually like more challenging than I would have expected to breathe out of my mouth, like intentionally and like full breaths in and out of my mouth. Um, once the music started, um, I got like, I had like chills running all over my body. And sometimes I like to say, like, it feels like hands are touching me like there's fingerprints all over me. And I like to, like I, from other meditations or journeys I've done, I always feel like that's like very like spirit energy, like mm -hmm. holding me, like it has me, um, which is really nice and really calming. Um, and then uh, actually just feeling the music. I'm not like, I have to be, I'm not someone who hears music and starts like dancing, like a lot of people would but allowing myself to just hear the music. And I think from the place that you had got us to, I was so relaxed that I just like parts of my body were moving with the music. My le my feet were tapping, my legs were moving at one point, like my shoulders were moving my, like I felt like all the different chakras were getting like shaken up and were moving, but at all different points. And it wasn't conscious. It wasn't like, okay, now I'm going to move right. my hips. Now they just were doing it on their own. Yeah. Um, 
And when I opened my eyes back up, the world just seemed brighter. And uh, yeah, that's that was it was really nice. Corinne, what about you? I mean, I'm amazed at how much was just achieved in like six minutes. However, set what however long we went there. My eyes were closed, so I'm not even. I didn't look at the time when we started, so I'm not actually sure how long it was. But it felt, I think, like longer than it was. Um, I have done a lot of intense breath work exercises, you know, different types of uh, pranayama, um, as well as holotropic breathing and a, a couple of other, you know, things like journey types of things like that. Um, but again, like th they're usually hours long and you achieved something in such a short period of time, like such a, a shift within me, everything, like Alex said, feels brighter. I, my mind feels so much clearer, um, had kind of a stressful morning. And so it like shook everything up. I also loved the, um, invitation to use sound. I love using sound with breath. And when the music started, my whole body started vibrating and I found myself like, like I like was like using like sound, like with the music that was just like coming out of me. And there were some sounds almost like singing that were coming out that have, I've never even heard from myself before. So that was kind of funny and interesting. Um, but yeah, I, and it was, it was just, it was a really great practice. I feel incredible. Thank you for sharing that. And the music. Oh man. The music was divine. And uh, just um, to acknowledge, uh, the, the music was the uh, composers Byron Metcalf, who was two songs, True Ground and Healing the Earth Journey. And that first track is how we start the breath work, just to support people in breathing. And then during the actual one-hour breathing session, the longer one, the music gets much more intense and is more supportive of emotional opening and of... You know, some people get visuals, some don't, some people get body experiences, but it allows for a much deeper dive. And many people report ultimately that when they do this kind of breathwork over a period, the major benefit they get is they really feel like they have more access to being able to see their true self, to living their life in a more authentic way. Because they get to the bottom of what's really societal conditioning and what's really me. And they can start to look at these societal conditionings and actually see them from a distance instead of being immersed in them so they can actually release themselves from them, let themselves go, and starting to live their life in a much more authentic way. It's, it's incredibly beautiful when you see people after a bit of time, after they've done some breath work, go through these journeys, how they shift and change. Even in the online workshops, you know, I'm seeing people from 40, 50 countries, all different races, all different religions. It doesn't matter. It's like people really get a sense of we're all one. We're all in this together. And you start to see people over a period of time and their their faces get brighter. It's just, it's just amazing. I mean, I know that's definitely... That's definitely happened with me and my, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself at this point. And, and I, now I'm, I'm a Reiki master. I've, I do Reiki on myself every day. I do breath work every day, meditation, yoga, all these things. But I started at a totally different point. Um, and, you know, it, so many things have come out of me during these practices. So I want to give people a heads up about that too. Like sometimes you might actually even, sometimes there's negative sides to it too. If that's part of, you know, I like to mention that because it's part of your detoxing or healing. Like, crying or your nose might run or you might shake or shiver or get you know or sweat or you could even have like you know some digestive issues or you know stressful things happen after the fact because 
you know, whatever we buried in there, all that, the trauma that we have, it has to come up to come out. And I realized that probably breath work is one of the most powerful ways you experience that is, you know, that and different types of like plant medicines and things. But it's like, you have to, if you're going to detox, to detox something, it has to actually come to surface and you might feel it as it's coming out. You might feel that emotion. You might relive that memory, but um, it's part of the healing journey and the healing process. And you, you can't get to the good part if you don't go through that. So yeah. I, even, I even had some tears come out here. I wasn't sad, I, but it was like, I could tell I was detoxing something yeah. because I found my eyes watering during this even six minute practice you just right. took us through. Yeah, as you say, some of the experience the experiences people have, they can be difficult. Like you're saying, where you're going through you know, body detoxing or energy releasing or emotional release. But it's important to remember that during breath work, it's never something new that's coming in. This is stuff that's stuck in your body for years or decades that's creating health issues, that's kind of running you from underneath the surface, and it's trying to come out. So even though it may be a difficult experience for an hour afterwards, your body's in a much better, more healed, and more um, beautiful space than it was before, and your psyche, both. And you, you did mention plant medicine, and one of the interesting things is, is that and what I love about breath work, because it's all in a very natural way with breath, it's really what I call a modality of self-empowerment. Because you're training your psyche that you don't need any outside substance, any outside force to find the answers to heal, to move forward, and to develop. It's all already within you. It's, it's a matter of getting access. And breath work is one of the easiest ways to get access to this amazing ability for the body and the mind to heal and move forward and move towards wholeness. Uh, thank you for your words of wisdom, for taking us through that. I know Alex and I and anyone listening are definitely going to have a better day uh, <laughs> because ahead and weekend ahead because of that, that practice. Um, and just for, for everything that you shared today, you're so knowledgeable and I'm looking forward to learning more from you. Um, I do want to let our listeners know um, that you can, as, as Michael had said, you can get a, uh, try one of his classes for free. So make sure you check the show notes below for the information about how to get to his website and register for one of his classes so you can enjoy the full experience. Um, and then, you know, I hate to, hate to wrap us up, but I know we have to go. So is there anything else that you feel called to share with us or, um, you know, also let people know where, where else they can find you and connect with you? Uh, really, the, the only um, last thing that I wanted to say is, is that what I've found in my experience of working with people in breath work and in other practices in life, every, every human being has their own unique contribution to bring to the world, you know, based on your history, the things that you've gone through, the lessons that you've learned. And breath work is one of the very, very effective ways in allowing you to really see what is that unique gift that you have? What, what is your true self? What is your authentic self? And to support you in being aware of it, and then also giving you kind of psychological support, support and really bringing it to the world and really making your contribution to the world. And that's one of, to me, one of the most beautiful things, allowing people to take what they have insight and contributed to humanity. And breathwork is just a very powerful way to do that. And that is the one thing for me that is brings me the most joy and the most happiness in life is being able to contribute 
And, and one of my things that I've learned is one of my gifts is to be able to hold space in a breathwork workshop, you know, and that's what I've dedicated my life to. So awesome. We're lucky to have you. And the, I mean, everyone that you, you made an impact on us in a very short amount of time and a very quick exercise. So thank you for that. Um, and thanks for what you do. Thanks for having me on the podcast again. Thank thank you so, so much, Michael. You are truly an incredible soul. Um, Thank you again for for being exactly who you are and sharing all of this with us here today. Uh, And to our listeners, uh, remember to check out that Bodhi bonus down below in the show notes, the complimentary class uh, that you can try on Michael's website. Connect with him there. And thanks again for being here. We'll see you back in another episode of the Frequency Shifter Show very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Frequency Shifters. We really hope that you got some value, you learned something, and that there's something from this episode that you can take away and use in your life. Who are you thinking of right now that needs to hear this episode? Please share it with them. Share this on social media, subscribe and like and leave a comment. And please, if you have a comment or an idea or something that you want us to talk about or investigate, leave it online and we will go into those and bring you that information. Please like, share and subscribe and we will see you next time.